Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. This segment is brought to you by BizNow. Check them out at biznow.com. They have great uh, events. They have great emails. They have great articles. Check them out, biznow.com. Well, today we're continuing our coverage on COVID and what it's doing to the commercial real estate industry, how companies and, and landlords, investors, and tenants are dealing with it right now, um, and what to expect moving forward. One of the sectors that's uh, interesting to look at right now is senior housing, and uh, because it was a very popular uh, sector, it, there was a lot of construction going on and uh, a lot of great business with the kind of baby boomers starting to get toward the age to go into these types of facilities. Um, and some of these facilities are pretty fancy uh, and, and there's all, all types across the board around the country. But what's going to happen now? I mean, a lot of us have seen on the news where there's been some deaths and some of these maybe more poorly operated uh, senior housing properties. Uh, but then, you know, are people going to feel actually a lot safer? I mean, a lot of these properties are really locked down and, and people can't visit and the safety precautions seem uh, pretty fantastic and awesome uh, for the people in them. But what are people going to think? Well, let's ask an expert. We have Ernie Anaya with us. Ernie Anaya is president of the Senior Housing Group with Bull Realty. Ernie, thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you for having me, Michael. Well, Ernie, the first thing I got to ask you, since you know you're just you're selling senior housing properties, you know, all day, every day, it's what you do for a living. Um, how has this impacted transactions? Uh, let's say going into you know, March first, you know, how many transactions did you have underway, and what happened to those transactions? Did they get canceled, delayed, closed? What happened? Yeah, there's been little little impact. Uh, out of four transactions that we had, only one got fell out. Uh, but they're kind of like in a waiting mode. The other ones were a little bit delayed uh, to getting into you know the next stage. And uh, one was delayed also from due diligence, of which had to extend uh, in order to accommodate having you know environmentals and all that stuff done. But uh, the transactions continue to happen, and uh, we're getting a lot of calls from a lot of uh, buyers that are interested in, in this market. And Ernie, as you look at uh, values and, and cap rates and multipliers and the different price uh, kind of ways you guys look at these properties, um, how how is it impacting value so far, or is it impacting value so far? And and what does the senior housing industry and, and you think about how this could impact senior housing property values after COVID? So uh, what I, I I'll give you an answer from what I'm seeing, and also. I had an opportunity to uh, discuss it with uh, three other operators. The two actually are uh, very large operators, and one was a developer for large uh, senior housing properties. Uh, for the transactions that I have right now, values have not been affected at all. Um, there's have not been any uh, change in pricing or renegotiation on pricing at all. Uh, but uh, the the operators have different uh, opinions, uh, so they're kind of different in there. So some feel that uh, they might be a little bit of a down uh, in pricing or valuing uh, for the near future, zero to six months. Uh, but the others feel very comfortable that, uh, especially after the quarantines have lifted, uh, that there's some uh, pent up demand uh, that uh, is gonna really uh, uh, make a large impact. So the value should probably stay where they are right now. Okay, and how is it impacting um 
operations right now. I assume their their cost are, is is up uh, with dealing with COVID. I assume, and, uh, and and how do they how do they actually rent new space in this environment? Yeah, so they they feel that uh, there's a little bit of an impact uh, on labor. Uh, one of the operators mentioned that uh, they're they're seeing labor uh, rates increase a little bit. Uh, and that is because uh, of stranger um, pandemic, infectious disease control measures that they have to put in place uh, and so on. Uh, but uh, from that regard, it's not uh, significant in their in their opinion. Um, but, uh, you know, their NOI uh, is maybe a little bit static because they're not able to get uh, uh, as many residents to come out uh, as of yet. Uh, and that slowed down. Uh, one, the operator basically said that they had seen a slowdown of about 5% in new residents coming in. Yeah, I guess it's hard to get in and do those interviews and, and tour the facilities uh, with the with their, uh, with their the, t- the resident and their family right now, right? Exactly. And uh, what they feel is that, uh, um, you know, my mom uh, is in one of those facilities as well. And, um, you know, would you keep her or would I keep her at home, not having any access to resources, expertise, or would she belong, you know, would she be better off uh, where she is? And uh, I think that uh, all the operators agree that uh, that is the best opportunity uh, for, for them as a resident. Okay, so they don't think that, you know, if it bleeds, it leads on the on the TV news. So um, they none of your... Uh, clients feel that uh, some of that bad news about deaths in senior housing properties grouping, you know, people that are at, at ages that they're susceptible to COVID is a bad thing that they don't, they don't think it'll impact them. They all feel that uh, they all seen the negativity on the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody agreed that uh, that was kind of negative. Uh, if you felt that um, because of stronger uh, enforcement of their own policies that the care has definitely improved, including the outcomes. And uh, they feel that uh, that could be a source of competitive advantage uh, because some of the operators that may not be prepared to handle the new realities of COVID-19 uh, may not be doing, may, may want to sell um, because that's gonna basically, if you're gonna put your parents in a place like that, you're gonna really look at the records. Um, and one of the things that the state does is that they publish any reports from violations or things of that nature. So that is definitely a very uh, strong issue for them. So some feel that if they have strong policies and procedures and training in place and technology and so on, that they're going to do very well. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So I guess if you're an operator and these new stringent uh, regulations and rules and, and ways to protect your residents is cumbersome, that maybe time to, to move on and sell, I guess. And, and you know, when you think about uh, the safety, uh, you mentioned your mom's and a, a senior housing. My mom is too. And if she was at home by her, where's where she was home by herself before she went in the senior housing, I'd have been just worried to death that, that she wasn't eating right. And, you know, that I would just been crazy worried. I'd think that I'd had to just grab her to move in with me. And, and then she'd been susceptible to you know, my kids and stuff. So I, my, and where she is, they've got those people locked down. They clean everything that goes in there and out of there. Uh, they have no one can go in and, and uh, visit them. They bring the, their food to their rooms so they're not eating in groups. It's I am really so proud and so comfortable 
that she's in senior housing, it would seem to me for senior housing that are run that well, it should really be a boom after this is, is over to senior housing. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I think there's pent up demand because people are not able, like you mentioned earlier, to come out, do the assessment, which are needed, do the tours and, and so on. Uh, but um, like you also said, it's not a good idea for you to bring your parents home because not because you don't love them, but because you don't have uh, the preparation, the training, the expertise, the policies, the technology, and everything that is needed to take good care of them. So they're in the right place is, you know, is senior housing. Yeah. I don't think my mom would like the, uh, the rap music and stuff I play, I play anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the things that uh, all of the, all the operators uh, are consensus on is that they're expecting uh, the pent up demand as soon as the quarantines are lifted uh, to, to come out uh, in a big way. Yeah. And I think it's some markets, Ernie, I know you're very good at helping people understand uh, the dynamics of uh, each location. And I know there was a, a good bit of new construction in a lot of the markets. Um, might this uh, pandemic uh, and everything related to it kind of slow down new supply? A little bit and that is exactly uh, what's happening uh, so one of the transactions that I uh, I'm involved with that uh, kind of like slowed down and now we're back on was a, a 24.5 acre 250 unit uh, development in a very high-end area and that kind of slowed down a little bit but on the other side um, that is kind of like for the operate for the developers that continue to move on um, that's a, an advantage to them because the, the competition will, might not be, might, might just be kind of like sleeping right now. Uh, but uh, we also see a lot of money from uh, uh, private equity funds uh, looking for opportunities in development as well. Uh, so for the savvy developer uh, who knows this market, uh, definitely they should continue to move on because definitely there's no reason why stop. All right. Talk to me, Ernie, about timing. Um, for acquisitions and, and dispositions. I know it varies for the size and age of the property and, and its location, but overall, would 2020 after COVID is relaxed, would 2020 be a good time to buy or sell? Or, or was it a buyer or seller market? It's always been a, a seller's market and it will continue. And the reason for this is that the demand for senior living is not going away. Um, you know, we get 10,000 uh, people turning 65 every day, and that will continue until 2048. Uh, and in the next uh, four years uh, to maybe 10, 15 years, it's going to be the peak. So that will continue to happen. So I think that uh, uh, what's, what could happen, though, as a result of COVID is really stronger procedures of taking care of the residents, and that definitely will be uh, benefit to valuation. So uh, right now, you know, I think that after we come out and then the pent up demand gets out on the street, I think by the end of the year, uh, and this is consensus from the operators that things will come back to, to normal. Uh, only one of the operators said uh, uh, by the end of the year, they will see the values equal or less, slightly less. Everybody else felt that it would be higher uh, as the rate has been for the past 10, 20 years. Okay. Well, I see. Well, interesting uh, sector uh, that you're working. Uh, Ernie, thank you for joining us, sir. Thanks for the information. Thank you for having me. Have a good day. 
All right. Well, thank you for joining us. And let us know what you think. Uh, if you're in the senior housing business, what do you, what do you see? Do you think uh, values will uh, increase or decrease? Do you think demand will increase or decrease? Uh, you know, I personally think it should increase. I think uh, from the experience I've seen, uh, I think it's uh, it should increase. Of course, the, you know, the baby boomers are starting to get older, so that will increase it as well. But let us know what you think. Thanks for your comments. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for connecting with us on your favorite social media. We'll continue in our COVID uh, coverage here of the different sectors and what companies and people are doing and what to expect next. So stay with us. And until next time, be sure you always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. the show? Consider referring business or doing business with our sponsors. Bull Realty is a commercial real estate sales, leasing, and advisory firm doing business throughout the Southeast, headquartered in Atlanta. Visit bullrealty.com for more information. Commercial Agent Success Strategies provides video training for commercial agents. This training gets five-star reviews from even the most experienced brokers. Learn more at commercialagentsuccess.com. You're invited to connect with us on your favorite social media. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't miss a show of special interest to you. Be sure and subscribe to the show on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And at the show website, CREshow.com, you can subscribe for a weekly email announcing the show topic and guest. While you're there, you also found more videos and podcasts. Thank you for watching or listening to America's Commercial Real Estate Show.